0: Uh, The lessons of lockdown are many, aren't they? But today I want to focus on one. I'm going to take you to Genesis chapter 50 and we'll look at verse 20 in a moment if you have got a Bible with you. But I want to talk about the process of promotion. But I want to read some things that Joseph said and it's his uh, story I'm going to highlight today. Joseph said this, You intended me harm. But God intended it for good to accomplish what is now being done, the saving of many lives. And you know, I believe this is a word into this season. Whatever was intended for harm, whatever was intended to go against us, God is going to bring it for good and for the salvation of many. First Peter 5, verse 10 tells us, And the God of grace who called us into his eternal glory in Christ, after you've suffered a while, will restore you and make you strong and steadfast. Kathy and I, we really like watching uh, crime dramas and mystery uh, dramas, but I don't know whether you've ever seen those types of films where they show you the end first, and uh, you know that you, they almost show you who done it or they show you what has happened and then they rewind it and sometimes you think how we're we ever going to get to that end that doesn't that seems impossible it seems it doesn't seem to make any sense i want to say to you today that this lockdown season has an end, and you may not know how you're going to get there, but I want to say to you, I'm going to tell you the end of my message right now, and then we're going to see how we're going to get there, because it has an important end message, and that's this. The purpose of a restriction season, and the purpose of a lockdown, and I've kind of charted this through the Bible, is that when you are locked down and when you are restricted, God, at the end of that season of restriction, is fashioning you, reshaping you, so you can receive a new responsibility. If you think about it, you think about David was in the cave of Adullam, and then he becomes the king. Esther is locked into a harem, and she becomes the queen. Uh, Paul, put in prison and actually after his prison, his ministry expands. God has got you restricted at the moment because he wants to reshape you, refashion you, so that you can receive a new responsibility. Now, I don't know whether you'll uh, receive a really different ministry, but it might be that he puts more people on your heart who you can minister to at work or in your circle. But God is reshaping and resetting things. Now, I have kind of stepped back a bit from from being overly prophetic about this season, and, and there will come a time when we will need to speak into that as far as what that means for church, and we can't go back to what we were before in any way, shape, or form, but It will be really different. There'll be some things the same, of course. We'll still have fellowship. We'll still uh, worship together, praise together. But I'm going to stay off what the church shape will be like because I want to talk to you as an individual and how God is resetting, reframing, reshaping you during this time because God is planning for you to have a new responsibility. That's why... Your life is changed and restricted uh, at the moment. There is something really important, though, that before we get onto what this process is in lockdown, there's something really important that you need to remember. You need to keep your eye on the end game. This season will not last. There will be a time when this passes. This is only one chapter in the life of Birmingham City Church. This is only one season in your life. And it's true of life, it's true of this lockdown season, that uh, this is just a time where God is resetting, reshaping, but it is only one scene in the whole movie. There may be uh, lots of things in in this uh, season that you may learn, but God wants you to be able to receive a new responsibility, but you've got to keep your eyes on the end game. You know, when I'm I'm running and uh, if, I, if I drop my head and just look in front of me, it seems that the run goes much, much longer and, and really certainly slower. But if I pick my head up and look into the distance, then I can take bigger gasps of air and I can begin to run further and faster and, and just in an easier, easier pace. You know, it's a little bit like that in life. This lockdown is is just for a season. We need to keep our eyes on the end game of certainly the whole end game. I want to take you to John's Gospel, chapter 16. And Jesus, in his most famous discourse, I'm going to read it from the Message Translation, told his disciples that that he he was keeping his eyes on the, on the end game. He said this in John chapter 16. He said, Do you finally believe? In fact, you're about to make a run for it, saving your skins. You're abandoning me. You've only got your eyes on this season. And But Jesus said this, but I'm not abandoned, the Father is with me. I've told you all this so that in trusting me you'll be unshakable and assured, deeply at peace. In this godless world you'll continue to experience difficulties, but take heart, I've conquered the world. This is only one scene of our story. In fact, that's a general truth of our lives. You know that one person that's rejected you? That's one person out of the many people who are going to love you. You know at the moment, that one job that you might be losing, that isn't going to define the whole career that you will have. This time isn't going to define our whole lives, but it is going to be important So we need to keep our eyes on the end game. Yes, sure, in this world we will have trouble, but I take heart, Jesus has overcome the world. Can I hear an amen, anybody, from anywhere where you're listening to? Jesus, listening from, Jesus has overcome the world. So what is the process of this lockdown? What are some of the lessons? Looking at the end game, how are we going to get to that final scene? You know, like in that crime movie where you think, I didn't think that could happen when you show me the start. How are we going to go through that? There are three phases that I want you to learn from today. And I'm just going to do this briefly, and I'll tell you from the story of Joseph. You remember Joseph in the Old Testament. He was a visionary, and he thought he was going to be a great. Leader, his brothers took umbrage at him. Uh, his brothers took a grudge at him, and they uh, threw him into slavery. And he eventually fell into the slave care of Potiphar, who was a high-ranking uh, official. And he did well, and the Lord blessed him. And he uh, began to lead that household. And then his Potiphar's wife took a fancy to him and pressurized him to do the wrong thing and and to uh, commit adultery with her. And he and uh, then she framed him and so he got thrown into prison and in prison he did well he rose to the top you see even in a lockdown you can do well and he rose to the top and uh, two other people were thrown people who worked for the king were thrown in prison and and he had dreams that interpreted their future and one of the uh, the cup bearer who was released and uh, back into the king's service says oh when I'm out I'll remember you but he didn't remember him for two years until the king or pharaoh had a dream about seven fat cows and thin cows, and uh, didn't know the interpretation, and the cupbearer remembered that Joseph could interpret things. That's a kind of pracy, a little summary of Joseph's life, and the king brought Joseph out of prison. He interpreted the dream, and he was raised up to be the governor of the whole land. From lockdown to a new responsibility. That's my message to you today, that God, through this time of restriction, through this unusual time of, of constriction, is reshaping you and reframing you so that you can receive a new responsibility in the kingdom. Are you ready and able and willing to receive that new responsibility? Let's talk about that first phase. Number one, reshaping. That, that resistance that you feel within yourself, that, that first phase in this lockdown is when God gets a hold of your life and begins to confront some things that he's wanted to confront for a long time. In, in Joseph's life, maybe it was his sense of rejection from his family. Can you imagine he gets thrown into slavery into the Egyptians? If he'd have kept that sense of rejection and only served half-heartedly, how would he have ever increased in Potiphar's household? But he didn't. He put that rejection aside. And I just feel today, I need to say to somebody out there that you need to put the rejection of your family aside And God will deal with that later in your life. And so he gets framed uh, uh, with Potiphar's wife and the injustice of it. And have you been framed? I'm not talking about the video show. I'm talking about where people have misjudged you and misused you. And you are living in that. But actually, Potiphar gets, uh, excuse me, Joseph gets put in prison and he rises to the top in prison because he doesn't let the injustice define his heart. You see, God's got you in lockdown to deal with some of the internal things that you've been wrestling with for a while. And he's dealing with those things and reframing those things. And as he gets uh, forgotten in prison, when the cupbearer is released, you know what? He could have lost his faith in people. He could have thought, well, you know, people say one thing and they do another. Have you said that this week? And yet, even though uh, he was let down, he still carried on serving. You see, the whole idea of this first phase of lockdown is so that God can reshape us, ask us the difficult questions about our relationships, ask us the difficult things about our attitudes to the way that we've been treated. You see, you're going through your testing like 1 Peter chapter 1 verse 7 says that your faith is being refined like gold. And I believe that's why God's got us out of work or God's got us at home. He's actually got us on our own so that he can ask us the questions about our attitudes and begin to reshape them. With Joseph, he wasn't prepared to compromise and be dominated by a power relationship with the Potiphar's wife. I wonder if you are allowing somebody to dominate you. I wonder if you are allowing people in your life to shape you in not such a good way. You know, why don't you take a moment after this service and And why don't you write down some of the things that you feel that God is challenging you on during this reshaping time or the resistance that you feel in your spirit about some of the things that you need to lay down. How's God going to get you to that new responsibility? Number one, in phase one, He's going to reshape and reframe and reset you and do a work in your mind about some of your attitudes. Joseph passed that test. But the second phase is revelation. Now, The unusual thing about Joseph was is that God spoke to him, even in the midst of prisons, even in the midst of of difficult times. And that's what God wants to do in this lockdown. God wants to speak to you. But listen, here's the revelation that God wants you to hear. One of the biggest revelations that we can have is that we can't do it on our own. You see, lots of people think that we live in a closed system. They think that, that they can help themselves. You know, in fact, the whole idea of self-help and, and those books at the airport when you go on a trip Do you remember those days when you could go to the airport on a trip? Those days will come back. I promise you that they will. uh, And you will get to fly on something called an aeroplane. I don't really know what it is, but I'm sure somebody will invent it. But when you're at the airport and you see those books in W.H. Smith's How to Help Yourself, self-help books. You know what? I don't believe in self-help. I don't think you can help yourself. I actually think that's the revelation, one of the strong revelations that you need during this lockdown time. You know, um, sure, I believe in self-improvement. I think there's good things of self-growth. I think that, that we can do that. But actually, the Bible says of Joseph that he was given favor because the Lord was with him. That it wasn't all about his talents and it wasn't all about him helping himself. I think that, that you need to understand, and you, wherever you're watching from, that you need help from outside. The Lord promises to help us and give us strength that we didn't know we could have. Isaiah 40 says, he gives strength to the weak. The Lord promises to instruct us into truth that we need to have in order to make our next uh, move and step in life. In fact, in the Psalms, it says he will instruct you and counsel you. In fact, in Proverbs, it says that God orders our steps. He wants to guide us. God sends us help through people. He gives us people to coach us, to mentor us, to support us, to travel with us. Here's the revelation of of phase two. You need help. And you don't just need help from yourself. Of course, you've got to be responsible. You need help from God and other people And that's a massive revelation for some of you. Some of you are struggling. Some of you are thinking how you're going to get through this. Ask for help. Even though you're locked down, ask for help from God. And God wants to speak into your mind the truth that you need to have. You see, He's going to challenge you and reset you and reframe you. But then He's going to start speaking revelation into you and he'll speak truth into you through other people, through messages you hear, but also through his word, but also he wants to speak to you personally. He wants to give you a revelation. That's what Joseph had. Joseph had his attitude shaped. He had his mind shaped. He, he was a, probably a, an arrogant, uh, cocky young man, but through this uh, lockdown that he went through, he became the gracious leader that God was shaping him into but then God gave him revelation and you need to ask God for revelation don't make this time just a time of of not encountering God and hearing what God wants to say phase one reshape you in lockdown phase two reveal to you in lockdown and one of the biggest revelations you can have is that you can't help yourself in fact there are recovery programs that that kind of confess that they are powerless Uh, but you know I think that the Bible even goes further not only does the Bible say we're powerless but it also says we're responsible for who we are and therefore that's even harder we need help from God and from others And those people who are just sitting there in your home and you're closed and you don't think you need any help, this is the revelation to you now. You need to start asking for help. You need to open up. You need to open up to God and say, God, help me. You're never going to get to that new responsibility if you don't get the revelation you need help. I need help. You've only got to live with me in lockdown. Kathy will tell you, I need help. We all need help, help from God and help from others. I wonder if you're open to that revelation today. I wonder if you could humble yourself. It's a lesson of lockdown. And then God brings you, after the reframing, resetting and the revelation, he brings you to the third phase of lockdown and it begins to birth onto you this new responsibility. Joseph became from the leader of a household to the leader of a prison to the governor and leader of a nation. And he began and he stepped through into a new responsibility. And and when you've challenged those internal voices and challenged those Old relationships and challenge the things that that God is trying to reshape. And when you've you've admitted that you need God's help and and that you're receiving help and you're traveling with people, then God can give you the responsibility He wants to give you. It may not be leading a nation. It may not be uh, big in other people's eyes. But for you, it might be that God gives you people. In fact, it says of Joseph that he became the governor uh, of. of of the whole nation where he stored up all the grain during the lean uh, during the fat years so that when the lean years came there was enough for everybody and i'm sure some people tried to cheat and i'm sure he had to uh, understand how people worked in this time But all of those lessons then came out as he assumed his new responsibility. When you manage those internal voices and when you receive that help from God, God always births a new responsibility. He might give you a new person to look after. He might give you a new person to bless and to heal. In fact, the responsibility that we have will always be to bless and to help and save many Just like Joseph's responsibility was. I wonder what your new responsibility God is going to give you during this lockdown. You see, if you go through this lockdown and you've got the same circle of friends and the same uh, outlook and the same things and you want to just go back to the way that things were, can I just say to you, you're not going back to the way things were. God's giving you new Facebook friends. God's giving you new new Instagram friends. God's giving you new, new YouTube friends. God's giving you new people in your workplace who you never used to talk to and now, because God's pushed us together with them, you're talking to them, you're ministering to them. God's giving you new people. He's giving you new responsibilities and you need to walk into it, but allow God to reshape you and reframe you as he does. God wants you to open your eyes to the new areas of responsibility. You're not coming back out of this lockdown, the same person. You're coming back new. You're coming back reset, reframed. I wonder if I could ask the worship team just to come back with us because we're going to take communion together. But I want to just say to you that change, it's a process. You don't change overnight. You have to go through a process. The process of that resistance to those new attitudes that God's giving you, that reshaping that God wants to give you. The process of revelation to hear what God is trying to communicate to you and, and the truth that He wants you to walk in. The process of receiving and being willing to receive that new responsibility. But let me just kind of finish today with this idea if you'll go through this process reset if you'll go through that process uh, of revelation and then responsibility you know what happened to joseph he got his family back and there was restoration and there are some things in your past that you are dwelling on but if you'll allow the process to happen right All the restoration that God has for you will come. So don't focus on what you haven't got, but now let God take you through this lockdown and come back this new person. And you'll see that restoration will come. It will come. And if I could even, this is the prophetic side, I can prophesy it over you. Restoration will come as you go through this process. When I think about Jesus, and I think about all that he went through, I think about how he had to orientate himself to this world. He lived in heaven, and yet allowed his body to be broken. I wonder if you'll pick up your bread wherever you are at home, and that you will say this is his body come on say it with me this is his body broken for us he wants to reset your life forgive your life redeem your life he said I give you this death on the cross so that you can be completely saved. Heavenly Father, we thank you that your son came to die for us, to forgive us of everything we've ever done wrong. And Lord, that's the biggest revelation and reset that we could have. We can't save ourselves, but you save us. And so right now, we thank you for your body broken for us on the cross. And that's what this bread symbolizes. Let's take the bread together. And in the same way Jesus when he was teaching his disciples to celebrate this he took a cup and he said this is my blood and it was a symbol this This juice is a symbol of his blood poured out on the cross that paid for everything we've ever done wrong. And because life is in the blood, it it speaks also of the resurrection, that Jesus would come back to life and he wants to give you new life. Why don't we take the wine together, wherever you're watching from, And Lord Jesus now, if we've been away from you, we take your life back into us now. Forgive us for anything we've ever done wrong and we receive you into our hearts. Wherever you are, if you're at home and you would like to receive Jesus into your life and say, you know, I need that reset. My life is not going in a good way. Just right now, just ask him. You need help, ask him to come in. Heavenly Father, I ask you to come into my life now. Forgive me, I receive you. Forgive me, Lord. And if you've prayed that prayer, please email in and we'll, we'll connect with you. If you have a prayer request, we want to connect with you, please email in to admin at bcc.life. Why don't we sing together and just worship the Lord and remember, you're not coming back the same from this lockdown. God's putting new things into your heart and into your life. Let's sing together.